What? <laughs> what an idiot! Oh, what a loser! Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Loser Lounge with Colin Katie. You know, sometimes I want to introduce this like I'm one of those uh, late night R and B kind of um, kind of DJs. Welcome to K ninety eight. Three, the jazz, your favorite late night R&B music. Now playing the smooth works of Brian McKnight. I hope you all enjoy. I feel like I should do that. Like, that would be really fun. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. That might be just a, a dream for another lifetime. Um, but I, I am a fan of R&B music. But yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I put the intro at the beginning of the episode this time. Instead of doing like a, well, the music intro, instead of doing like a vocal one, just to kind of mix things up, uh, see what you guys think. And as always, if you guys are interested in sending feedback to the show, you want to learn more, you want to ask me questions, I don't really care. Um, you guys know how to reach me, katiecollin at gmail.com, and my Instagram is lordcollinkatie. Um, those are both really easy to find if you search me up. So yeah, I, the opportunity is always out there. If you guys want to want to talk to me. But yeah, I mean that's really it. I mean, I, I've had a lot going on to be honest with you, so I don't have a don't have a guest episode prepared for this week, but I will for next week. Um, and I kind of I, I like doing guest episodes cuz it gives me someone to talk to and it's just so much easier when I have someone else to bounce it off of, but sometimes I do enjoy doing them by myself, but uh next week do expect a guest episode. It's going to be a great episode knocking them out of the park. Um, so yeah, that's great, but I've just had a, a whole lot going on with uh, with school and, and applying for internships and other kind of applications, so I haven't been able to devote an extraordinary uh, amount of time. Um, extraordinary? Extraordinary? Is extraordinary a word? Well, an extraordinary amount of time. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, to be honest with you, I've got some stuff moving in the works, but it's just gonna take a little bit for the podcast and the YouTube to get that up. But okay, we're gonna we're gonna make this quick, easy, simple, easy breezy. Today I am talking about the cray. Okay, maybe I should sing this. I know you guys you guys love my my singing. The craziest show on planet Earth, and that show is not The Bachelor. It's not. It's not. It's not Total Drama Island, <laughs> although that's basically what it is. It's Temptation Island. Temptation Island. They take your temperature, and then they see if you can resist that temperature while you're on an island. Temptation Island. Now, that would be a cool TV show. But no, 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 no. Temptation Island. And, you know, you guys are probably thinking, why, Colin, are you doing a whole episode on talking about some stupid crying woman TV show? And the reason why it's crying woman... TV show is because the producers, like in The Bachelor and all those kind of dating shows, their goal is just basically to get the women on camera crying. Um, or maybe it's maybe it's you as the woman who's crying. Hmm, I never thought about it. But I've heard it referred to that, so um, crying woman TV is what we're going to roll with. I'm not sure if that's the correct term um, from a TV production standpoint, but it's it gets the job done. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, that I mean, we're gonna talk about Temptation Island, um, and I guess I gotta start off. If you guys don't know what Temptation Island is, I probably should explain it. Um, so it, it, they bring these four couples on to this little island, and it's actually in Hawaii. But they bring them here, and let's be honest, they choose couples. 
who have some issues. Um, uh, whether that's trust issues, some infidelity issues, um, or are all kind of issues. If they've if they've checked the uh, if they've got this long list of what are the issues in your relationship: cheating, lying, stealing, um, wearing Crocs and socks. I mean, some of these couples clicked the check all button because they've got a lot going on. But they bring these couples on here, and they know. They know it's not going to work. Spoiler alert. It's just, you, you know, you know it's not going to work. And the producers know it's not going to work. But they get here to this island. And it's under this guise of that they're going to experience self-development. And, and see how solid their relationship is. Because they're going to separate the men and the women and let them date singles. Um, so that's really what it is. is the, the guys go into one house and the girls go in the other house. And I think they've got 12 singles. For um for like the guys and then twelve singles for the girls, but um these singles are selected for specific reasons, um to kind of really, I don't want to say exacerbate the issues, but you know these couples are coming there because they're not really sold on their relationships and they're like, well I really want someone who like in the first season and I'm talking about the second season here. Just a disclaimer, I, the first season apparently is not as good, so we're talking about the second, and I've seen part of the first. But I'll use the first one as an example. This one girl's like, I really want an alpha male. I really want someone who's a real country boy. Um, and her husband's apparently not. Um, and, and again, I, I will hop into this discussion real quick. I hate when people are like, oh, I want to date an alpha male. Like, are you using that in like the biological sense of, a, a male who has influence over the others or are you just saying you want someone who's kind of a jerk because I think this girl was kind of going after someone who was just kind of a jerk um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I think she had her definitions of what she was really looking for mixed up but um, kind of like that so so they intentionally put guys on that season who were that that type real country boys outdoorsy who weren't afraid to get in your face um, and so that's what they try to do is because to a certain extent, that generates drama, which is what they're trying to do. Um, but yeah, like that, like that. So they bring on these these singles, um, and that's really the deal. And right off the bat, um, I know in the second season at least, they have to pick who they want to go on their first date with in front of their current, but not kind of current girlfriends. And this is what I don't understand, because they're picking these, these new dates or whatever. And so they refer throughout the show to their significant other, their previous significant other, as, oh, my girlfriend or whatever. But they're not dating each other. And for some of these couples, after the first day or two, it's pretty obvious that it's Blitzville. And so it's like, why are you calling them your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your significant other? I mean, it's done. I mean, like, like, it's done. Um, and so that's kind of that's kind of the real gist of it. And so they go on these dates. But the... The real thing that sells Temptation Island is after every couple of days, they have these bonfires. So all the guys get in and they go, the guys, I mean like the, the four main guys, um, they get and they go to this bonfire and they each get shown like a video of what their girlfriends have been doing the past couple of days. And, you know, these producers really love to lather it on. They love to take things out of context or do the do the time, uh, the time chops. Like, in, you know when you watch a YouTube video and... They go on a long rant, but they cut every, like, two words, and so it's just all these jump cuts all the time. They basically do that, but they cut out the 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 butt and the clauses that don't make them look so bad, so they they appear like terrible people. Um, and so the, the guys, it's just, in this example, I think the guys do it first, and so they have to go watch their girlfriends do all this. 
And then afterwards, the girls get to come and watch their their guys, their boyfriends get to do all this. Um, but but they don't get to talk to each other uh, until the end. And they they do a couple of these bonfires. Then they get to send like a thirty second video chat to their significant other. Um, and that's kind of where it signals like, yeah, I'm still interested in you, or sorry, I kind of moved on. Um, and so that's kind of how that works. And then at the end, they have a big bonfire with with like each couple privately and they get to determine if they want to leave with each other uh leave alone or leave with someone else and so yeah that's really the show and the show is hosted by mark Wahlberg. marky Ma- oh actually it's mark l Wahlberg, um the guy from antiques roadshow it, so it, it's not mark Wahlberg. it's mark L. Wahlberg. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, they're kind of tricky. It's like, oh, and performing at the concert tonight is Justin Bieber. Smith Jr. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, that ain't Justin Bieber. That ain't JB. Um, so, yeah, but I, I really have to emphasize the point here that these relationships, you know, aren't going to work out. You you could be blind, Okay. And just listen to this show, and you know that these relationships aren't going to work out. You don't even have to have any of the body language. And in verse, if you were deaf and you couldn't hear a thing these these couples were saying and just saw the way they interacted with each other, you know it wasn't going to work out. I mean, it, you know, these couples aren't working out. Like that guy who's, you know, got a little bit extra weight and posted he's going to the gym um, for his New Year's resolutions. You know that's not going to work out. That, He's going to go like three weeks, and then he's going to be done. And that this is a similar relationship. Uh, well, similar thing for these relationships. Uh, you just know they're not going to work out. But they've got these four couples, and I'll walk you through real quick. And, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not trying to spoil everything because uh, the season two, I think, is like a year or two old at this point. So it's not like it's fresh. But I, I, the other part of it is that you could know. It's kind of like a train wreck. You know where this show is going to go. But you still are going to watch it anyways, because I was very surprised by how much I actually enjoyed watching this show. Uh, But the relationships, Rick and Ashley, Rick, great, he's hilarious. And he starts off, he's like, yeah, I'll be honest with you, I cheated, I cheated. And you know, you knew it wasn't going to work out for him and Ashley when at first uh, when they start picking the dates he's like I ain't handcuffing her I ain't handcuffing her and he was meaning it from the point of like she can do what she wants but she took it Ashley took it that Rick just didn't want to date her anymore and so that leads and I don't even think this is a spoiler because it literally happens in like the first episode she sleeps with the guy the first night it's not her boy so and, and she had issues with him because she thought he was untrustworthy so you, you already see how much of a mess this show is and you know these aren't going to work out um everyone's favorite couple casey and ashley oh man oh man how do i even discuss these two ashley is a really nice girl i i just think she was she's just in a poor relationship and because of that doesn't really know how to be confident in herself um and it has some insecurity with that but her her boyfriend, and, and here's what sticks out. He's like, this is going to be real tough for you because I know you've got you've got insecurity issues. He says that like right off the bat. And spoiler alert, let me tell you, Buddy does a 180 like he's driving down the interstate and sees a cop and there's a turnaround right there and he knows he can get away. That's how quick this guy pulled this 180. Um, 
Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I'll, I'll just walk through there. So they've got, they've got issues. You know that. Kate and David are the, the, the age gap couple. That's their issues. Kate's like 30 something. I think she's 34 and David's like 24 and uh, Kate just doesn't really trip. Just, excuse me, doesn't really trust David. Um, and I have to give it to Kate. She actually was one of the best from actually keeping to her to her standards and what she said she was going to do. I mean, she didn't even, like, hardly talk to guys until halfway through. I mean, it, like, she, she kept it pretty long. And then the couple who probably did the best, if you were looking at a couple standpoint, was Asanika and Gavin. And they just kind of had the trust issues a little bit, but just didn't know if each other was the right one. Um, and so that was really their big issue. Um, but for the most part, they actually kind of behaved. Um, I say kind of. Um, I say kind of. But, yeah. but And what I love about this show is it's under this guise of growth. Oh, you're going to come to this island. As Mark L. Wahlberg says, you're going to come to this island, guys, and you're going to find love. And you're going to... You're actually. I have no idea if this is. I don't even remember how he sounds. But if you, you're gonna learn so much about yourself here on Temptation Island, and let me be honest, I, you learn a lot, but I, I don't think this is positive growth. I think there's about two people who have positive growth in here, and uh, everyone else had regressive growth. Because uh, you cannot tell me that sleeping with someone the first day on this island when you're trying to be faithful to your significant other. Uh, and just be guilt-ridden about it the entire time is is healthy or or <laughs> growth-focused in any way, shape, or form. Uh, uh, it, it, it's just you know, and you know as a viewer that there's not going to be much growth. Uh, it's just entertainment. It's entertainment. Um, but I kind of I kind of feel bad for people on this show because I really don't think that they knew what they were getting themselves into. I just don't think they knew it. Because this show is basically just setting them up for emotional trauma. It sets you up for emotional trauma as the viewer. And like I said, there's no growth. Like, these people get a free vacation and get to flirt with some singles, but they just ruin their relationship of four years. <laughs> and so it's, is, is there really growth? Um, and it's just kind of like relationship. I mean, this is, if you go on this show, and I'll, I'll read some reviews later, really, Sal, but one of them is like, uh, this show should really be titled How to Ruin Your Relationship One-on-One because that's really what it is. And it's just, oh, you can't help but watch. I mean, it's you don't want to laugh in some of these cases because these, these people are genuinely getting their feelings hurt over relationships that, that have been a huge part of their lives, but some of it's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we transition on. Um, like I mentioned, sleeping with someone the first night. Not a good way to start, okay? Especially when you have the issue, uh, when you have trust issues for your partner and you go and do that. Let me tell you, it's not going to work out. Um, but you've got this guy, okay? One of the guys. I don't know if I should tell you which one, kind of surprise it. But he basically has a menage a trois. Um, and not, not technically, I don't think, uh, from what they show. But, like, it's about as close as you, you're going to get. And it's like, really, dude? Like, you're, you're, you're here to prove to your girlfriend that you're loyal. And this is what you're doing? Um, and let me just say, 
I, it did it did not work out well for that guy. It did not work out well for that guy. Um, and I'll leave that because that was kind of one of the points while you're watching it. You're like, is this dude really about to do this? Is this dude really about to do this? And I'd like to take a moment, you know, to say if you guys like supporting the podcast, please screenshot listening to this, pop it up on Instagram, Snapchat, just put, plug that in there real quick. I'd really appreciate the support. But back to the Temptation Island because I'm Mark L. Wahlberg. Um, this voice has changed every five minutes. But yeah, we had, you had the little threesome, kind of kind of crazy. But I'd really like to talk about Casey, and this is a spoiler alert right here. But I I I feel like you have to hear about this to understand this show, and I want to talk about it. This guy Casey, okay, the guy that I said was telling his girlfriend, "Oh yeah, you're gonna have a hard time on that island," okay, the Mister Too Big for His Britches gets there, and right off the bat. Like, the first or second night, I think he um, really has uh, this this great endowed ability to just let loose and kind of forget the fact that he has any responsibilities because he's just letting girls twerk and rub all up all over him, having crazy. And then, like, the night afterwards, he gets naked and, and just has an apron on, like, in front of everybody. Um, so he kind of sends everything off the deep end. And he really sends it off the deep end because he's he's kind of going between these two girls and he asks one of them on a date in front of the other one, which I, I think is pretty disrespectful, to be honest with you. But I I don't know. That might just be me. But, um, yeah, so he's kind of crazy. But the, really what sent Casey over the edge is there was one time he was sitting in the pool talking to this girl. And I feel so sorry for the two girls he was he was uh, kind of hitting on. And I'll be... I'll, tell you i'll elaborate on that in a minute but he's sitting here sitting in this pool and i have to the producers didn't edit this the dude was literally like yeah if if ashley broke up with me today i'd be fine like literally i'd be fine so of course they're gonna show that on the bonfire tour and she of course breaking down i can't believe he'd say anything like that and was like yeah this guy's an idiot but at that point it's donezo it's it's literally donezo because his girlfriend then's like well screw you and so she, all of a sudden, gets like this huge sense of empowerment, which, good for her. I mean, she was one of the people who actually had growth and starts taking this one guy on dates. And, I mean, they, they actually hit it off, and she's like having fun. And the next thing you know, like the next bonfire, he sees that she's like out having fun and actually enjoying herself now. And he like goes off the literal deep end. Like, I cannot even express. This dude does a total 180, like I said, whoo! whipping around from those cops um he like all of a sudden is so committed to this relationship and it's just like dude where was this five minutes ago like you <laughs> you literally were like yeah she could break up with me and now you're crying everything like don't want to talk to anyone um because of how bad you feel and so this guy Really, like I said, goes off the deep end. Doesn't really want to spend time with any girls. And he makes it very clear that the girls that are there that kind of like him um, and he was pursuing originally, that it's just off the... It, they're just done because he's all in it for Ashley now. And they're just like, okay, dude, well, thanks for wasting my time. But... <laughs> so he basically just talks about his relationship the entire time. But he cooks up this idea, okay, that for his video clip, he's going he's gonna to be so passionate. Ash, Ashley, I miss you. I love you. And so he says this. And, of course, she's, like, just Jay chilling it with her, her new boyfriend. Um, <laughs> like, he is at the back of her mind. And so he's concocted this idea that he's going to go get a ring and propose to her. So for the final date, I have to tell you, they get to pick, a, pick someone and have an overnight date with them. 
And so he chooses this girl. And of course, they just like hang out as friends. Um, but he literally makes her go with him to purchase a ring, okay? This poor girl. Like, she's just, she's just along for the vacation at the moment. Uh, like, she thought there were some romantic feelings at first, but now it's just, uh, it's just turned into her basically being his therapist. And so they go get this ring, and then bonfire time comes around. And your boy is so nervous. He's like, oh, I'm going to propose to her. This is either going to be the happiest or, or worst day of my entire life. And you're sitting there thinking, like, oh, God, I know how this is going to go. So he goes, and he, you know, he's going to propose to her. He's going to propose to her. And he gets down on one knee. Ashley, I love you so long. And she puts her hand over his face. And Buddy could not read the room. Uh, he was, he had his sleep mask on and just woke up from a coma uh, from 20 years ago and had no idea what was going on, or he had to be, because Buddy could not see what was coming. Um, she had her hand over her face, and she was like, stop, no, no, no. And he just keeps on going, I love you. I, I want to marry you. You're the girl of my dreams. And she's just like, nope, sorry, sucker. And he's just like, that's not how it went down in my head. It just wanders off. And it was like, oh, my God. What did he think was going to happen, man? What did he think was going to happen? Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, do feel, I don't want to make fun of him too much because um, it's a little mean, but dude really got the humble jack. Like, he got flexed on super hard. Um, and so I think he learned his lesson. And she, she was better because of it. But the final thing that I want to touch on before I do the reviews is, and the reason why I watched the second season instead of the first, is they had a reunion. And I'm a sucker for these reunions. Like with The Bachelor or Bachelorette, the After the Rose. Like those were always the best episodes. When all the girls get to come back and just give the guy hell. That is always the best. So this show has him and brings him on. And of course, this show is a little bit more, I mean, how do I say this? They provoke the drama a lot more than a lot of these other shows. So they're just they're they're just willing to put anything out. And and literally this reunion goes terribly. You have like three people storm off the set. Everyone's just yelling at each other. But I'm a sucker for these reunions. And it's probably the best episode. Because you find that that I'm not gonna tell you who, but one of the guys kinda makes it out alright actually. He um I have to say, I, I think he I, I think he left after that better off than he started. Now, the other ones, nah, the jury is still out on those. Um, <laughs> and they're stuck. It's like 12 angry men. They're stuck back there, and they ain't coming out for a while. Um, because, <laughs> buddy boy, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not good. But this, the, re, the like reunion thing is just great. I, I have to tell you, some of the best 40 minutes of television I've ever seen. But that's mainly the show, and I appreciate you guys listening to that so far. So I'll reward you by, by using some words that are not mine. And these are from the IMDB review, so you're more than welcome to look up these yourself. But like I said, there's this one. Rename this show for what it really is. Gave them two stars. This show should be retitled and advertised as How to Break Up a Relationship 101. And is Buddy wrong there? <laughs> Not really. But this one, this was a high review. 8 out of 10. Titled, The Nonsense You Expect with Character Growth. You don't. And it's like, if you're into drama just for the sake of drama, you'll love this show. However, what makes this show different is uh, it, it's a shameless attention grab for half the people participating. Um, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But this person goes on to say that it's good because they actually try to, to develop these growth. It, but if you watch from start to finish, you'll see that things make you sick to your stomach right alongside that restore your faith in humanity. Because cheating on your significant other the first day you're on a temptation island, restoring faith in humanity. Check! Um, <laughs> straight facts, no printer. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like, uh, this person gives them an This next person's the most entertaining reality show, which is really, I'm not going to disagree with that. This one, the four couples are diverse and engaging individually. Uh, and goes on, uh, gives them a higher review. Uh, I don't disagree. But this one's like, I just wanted to say that this show is the literal embodiment of human decay. This show, <laughs> the result of this show is a slow but inescapable death of the potential of Western civilization. <laughs> it's like... You get a really diverse mix on here of people who like this show. Why This one titled, 3 out of 10 stars. Why would anyone take part in this show? Uh, the idea seems fairly well. I don't know if these people are British, but I'm, I'm really lathering on to keep these entertaining. Throw any single girl into engaged me. Okay, I don't even know what kind of accent I'm doing there. Um, uh, but it's like... Uh, the idea seems fairly well throw single girls to engage men and looks what's happening please don't call it proof how strong your love is and I agree because it's just destined to fail and that's basically what this person said um, but this person I like yoink scoops this guy gave him a 1 out of 10 he says it's utterly shameless oh no alright oh, raggers you will never go from pandering to the lowest common denominator I tell you guys, I do professional accents on the side. Um, but this guy, just that they're the lo <laughs> advocating the lowest common denominator that every single individual, individual involved in this production has eroded the advancement of the human race. This show's very existence proves that Darwin's theory of evolution is incorrect. I kind of wish I could frame this review. That's a, that's a 10 out of 10 review. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's really all that I have. I, I definitely encourage you guys to check this show out if you haven't. Um, and see for yourself. Season 2. It's on like Peacock and HBO. It's on a bunch of different things. Um, and so, uh, you know, I would like to say, I think it's worth your time. Um, so, check it out. Check it out. Seriously, guys. I mean, that's really the podcast. So I appreciate you all. For, and I know some people check out when I start doing that. So I'm going to talk as quick as I can. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to support the podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to follow if you're on uh, Spotify or Apple Music. And then go in there and give us a five-star review and give us a really great text review. And then post us on your Instagram story or your, I mean, you can post on your Instagram page, but your Instagram story or your Snapchat story and uh, tag us in there. Uh, tag me at, at Lord Colin Katie. And you know if you guys want to write into the show or reach me about anything, you can message me on Instagram at Laura Colin Katie or email katiecollin at gmail.com. So I hope that was quick enough so I didn't lose some of you guys. But yeah, that has been my episode ranting about Temptation Island and I hope you guys go check it out and give me your reviews. Um, and that's it. So I hope to have a great banger of an episode next week with a guest. And I think that's it. So peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you so much for listening and catch you in the flip side.